What's up, everybody? This is Eve with the Healthy Charleston Podcast. For those of you who don't know, I'm a physical therapist, and this podcast is dedicated to giving you the right health and fitness information that is both practical, actionable, and evidence-based. This is season two of the podcast, and we are so excited. We're going to have a little less interviewing. We're going to do some more topic-based discussions with myself and some of the made-to-move physical therapy and performance team. Maybe have some guest hosts out there. We are so excited for season two. Thank you so much for joining us and supporting us. If you have any questions for me or the crew, just search Healthy Charleston on Instagram or you can reach out to us directly at made to move pt.com that is the number two thanks so much see you soon all right guys what's happening welcome back to the healthy charleston podcast i just finished recording today's podcast with laren childress who is the new director of personal training at gold's gym in mount pleasant Laren is best known, however, for his bench press and his biceps. He just competed in a bench press competition in February, maybe? You'll have to listen to hear more about that. So we talked all about his recent career transition from being a PE teacher, doing what he's doing now at Gold's, what personal training at Gold's looks like, the life changes that he's going through, what his training looks like nowadays. Laren is an awesome guy. I had a blast talking with him today. It was was very entertaining, so I know you will love this one. All right, everyone, welcome back to the Healthy Charleston Podcast. Today, I have the honor of sitting across from Laren Childress, social media enthusiast and director of personal <laughs> training at Gold's Gym in Mount Pleasant. So, welcome, Laren. Super excited to be here. Me I'm too. glad that you made it through that title without <laughs> losing it. I, I did have a lot to read. I probably could have said a lot more. All right, so tell me about what you're doing currently here in Charleston. I know that your position just changed a little bit. So what are you doing now? Yeah, so right now I'm the director of personal training um, for Gold's Gym in Mount Pleasant. Exactly what my intro was. Okay, great. I mean, not very much (laughs) variation from that. Um, But it's it's super exciting what we're doing, Um, building a team and just creating a culture uh, of really just helping people and adding value to people's lives. Um, So it's been, it's been a really good transition. It's great people like, and that's like, like 90% of whatever career choice you choose is like the people that you surround yourself with um, and we we have some great people over at Gold so that was one of the main reasons one of the multiple reasons outside of all the crazy things I have going on in my life right mm-hmm. now um, we'll get into that don't worry <laughs> <laughs> of, of why, why I chose to do it it's just really good people so how did you come to like find the position how did they find you so um, I'm super big on relationships and uh it all started, let me take you back. So before this, I was teaching at the Bose Middle School and I was training at Orange Theory. Um, so I did, I used to compete in Indiana for powerlifting for about 10, 10-ish years. Um, so I did that and there was a bench, bencher weight competition at the Gold's Gym in North Charleston. When was this? Um, this was, oh, I don't even remember, pre-COVID. Ah, uh, I can't remember. I believe like the prehistoric yeah, times. Yeah, like it's somewhere <laughs> in that mesh. Um, I think it was pre. It was right before um, the lockdown, I think. And uh, 
so I knew uh, John from Oblique was going to be there, and uh, so I really wanted to do it. Plus, I really wanted to like compete and just see how I do. And then uh, we did a fashion show before that with um, that Oblique mm-hmm. um, put on. What was the fashion show? It was with Zaya and Oblique. Okay. They did it. We did it downtown. I just like showed what up. My wife. What were you wearing? Just uh, Zaya. It's oh. like athleisure. It's like athletic wear. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so that was interesting. Me in a, me in a runway type situation. It's interesting. Right? Are there videos of this? Uh, hopefully not. Is there documentation? We got some pictures here and there. Okay, good. Um, but yeah, Joy, um, Joy got invited to that. So, um, they asked if I could come and I was like, game on. So I, again, like I'm the worst at telling stories cause I go You're back and forth. You're just going to keep, yeah, I know. I'm pretty bad about that too. <laughs> so, uh, I went and then, uh, so I met. Oblique and John there, um, and then kind of formed that relationship with them at the bench competition. Did you win? Um, too soon. What did you bench? Um, I did two, 225 29 times. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> you said 225, and I was like, eh. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> 29 times. That was the competition to do it 29 times? You had to do your Max. weight. So you oh. was like bench your weight how many times you got. And uh, so, yeah, I got third. Awesome. But, you know, it's too soon still. Yeah. All right. Sore. Sore subject. So you connected with them. Yeah. Sorry. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. I, I connected with John. He re- And then I, like, uh, kind of reached out to him a couple times. And um, he wanted to do, he wanted me to be the feature of, like, the fitness professionals. Um, for, actually, it's this month of September, October in Oak Week Magazine. And he's really good friends with the owner, Jamie and Cliff. Of the two Golds gyms in Mount Pleasant and in James Island, um, and Cliff was telling him about this position, and he thought of me, and um, we, me and me and Cliff, the owner, we have a great relationship, and uh, we probably had like four or five conversations spread out of like five weeks of just like, all right, I really wanted to get to know them because if I can surround myself with with good people, I know good things are going to happen, and I'll grow and. It'll be it'll be great for everybody. Um, so yeah, that's kind of how I ran into the opportunity about about two months ago. And I actually did a FaceTime when we were on vacation. So it was like me and Joy. Yeah, like, I saw you. You were like, oh, I think I'm gonna go on vacation. And then yeah. the next Instagram post, I saw you were on vacation. I'm like the worst. I'm the worst. I can't relax if I'm away. Where did you go? We just went to Hilton Head. Oh, okay. So it was nice. It was somewhere we haven't been. But I'm like, I'm. I wouldn't say I'm a homebody, but I'm kind of a homebody. Mm-hmm. <laughs> If that makes sense. So you took a vacation because I remember you were like, we were about to have a lot of changes happen in our life and we kind of want to vacay before all that happens. Yeah. So what is happening in your life right now, Aaron? Oh, oh my gosh. Where do I start? So big career change. So I was in education. I'm in and out of education for nine and a half, ten years. Um, and so right now, currently, obviously, my career path has changed um and then we move we, we lived in Somerville we're moving to Mount Pleasant so we're in that process Exciting. of all the fun things that moving. come along with moving man it's just so fun the best mm-hmm. you know like just such a stress relief <laughs> to move <laughs> 
Um, so we pack light, so that's a win. Oh, do you? Right? I mean, I'm like looking compared... at your shoes, and oh, I'm not God. expecting yeah, you. Yeah, besides my shoes, everyone today. I got a couple. Larry is wearing what are these? What are we wearing? Uh, they're Nike. They're the new. I don't know if they're new, but they're Nike shoes. They're very fresh, they're and fresh. apparently today is the first day he's ever yeah. worn them. Obviously, because he knew he was going to be on this podcast. Maybe I'll try to take a picture of them. Yeah, you probably should just post it and like don't make don't put a picture of me. Put yeah. a picture of my shoes. Okay, great. For sure. Yeah, we'll do that. So you're moving. Career change. You got new shoes, which is huge. You got new shoes. What um, else is going on? Career change. Moving. Um, we are having a baby boy in December. Ah, there it is. Uh, so I mean, no big changes, no. you know. Um, just twenty twenty. Just you know? twenty. Yeah, Living right. The life. What a year! Like I embrace it though. Like. So many people um, kind of get down about it, but it's like, man, sometimes it's like change is good and change is, I mean, change is never easy, right? But yeah, oftentimes it leads to great things. Yeah, might as well change everything in your life. And yeah, just, just it flip it upside with. down and roll with it, you know? The great thing is we're living like a mile and a half away from the beach. So we moved mm. from Indiana like three years ago, oh. which we'll probably get into. Yeah. Um, so we didn't want to move like, I wouldn't say across the country, but down the country okay um to be like 30 minutes away from the beach we really kind of want to be by the beach so our new apartment is like a mile mile and a half awesome away. yeah so that'll be great we're pumped about that i don't right. know how that's gonna look with a fresh baby though a fresh fresh, fresh out of the oven <laughs> fresh baby at least uh you're expecting in december so you have a few months before yeah it'll get Super hot. Yeah. Yeah, you should be fine. Super hot. Super hot. Super okay, so yeah, you lived in Indiana before this. What were you doing? Like, how have you gotten to this point in your career? Okay, so um, I played college football at St. Joe's, Indiana. I hurt my back really bad on powerlifting, and uh, it ended my football career. And then I transferred to Purdue, and I became just a number and a student, which was exciting. Um, Why is that exciting? Uh, because you didn't have anybody checking to see if you were in class. You didn't have anybody uh, checking. Like, you didn't have any babysitters kind of deal. And the professor, it's such a big university, the professor's like, you either showed up and got your grades or you didn't. Yeah. You know? Um, where I came from a smaller school where it was like... Everybody knows everyone. Yeah. Oh, Laren wasn't in English 101 today. Oh, gosh. Let's, let's text him and see where he's at. Yeah. It's okay. I was Were you texting back and, then? So, funny story. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Great story, actually. Right? My first year in college. It was 2005. Okay. And, like, my towards the end of the year, like, my high school years, people started texting. And I'm like, why would you like, just call them? You know, back then we had, like, the push to talk, where it's, like, walkie-talkies with the next. Probably mm. even know, you probably don't remember that. So that was real big, too. And I was like, why, why are you texting? And then I got to college, and one month, I started texting. I just got, like, addicted to it. Mm-hmm, and I happens. was like, man. But back then, it was like, it wasn't on your plan. So it was like 10 cents. I know. It was like 10 cents <laughs> So I got a call, a not good call from my parents, about a month and a half later, after I started texting about their $300 phone bill from just me. Oof. That's when I was like, okay. I probably should start calling you pretty good. <laughs> wow. What a, what a story. <laughs> right? So, that was way off track of where we were going. So, you went to Purdue. <laughs> went to Purdue. Mm-hmm. Um, got real involved with uh, the health kinesiology club. Yeah. What happened with your back? Um, I ruptured two discs and I cracked one. Doing? 
I think it was a culmination of a lot of things, a lot of bad technique over the years, um, a lot of football, a lot of football, a lot of compact, uh, contact impact sports. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, I was power cleaning, and we were doing super low reps with heavyweight because we are in season. And uh, I was power cleaning 295. I got my first two. And it, granted, at this point, like I've never been trained on Olympic lifting, any really type of lifting at all. Back then, it was kind of like, you know, here's the weight room, go get it, you know, and get yeah. after it. And it's I mean, how a lot of yeah, there's still a still lot, are. yeah, there's a lot of places still like that, and that's what kind of encouraged me to get into the field that I've gotten. Um, so I went, I, I passed out, or I, I, my last three attempts, like I blacked out. I woke up like ten seconds later, shooting pain down my right leg. Um, just my back hurt so bad. They took me to the 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 manager, uh, and, uh, he did, he did some stem and ice, like pretty basic, you know? Yeah. <laughs> and, and, and we're at, you know, a division two college granted, like, it's not like, yeah. um, so he's like, you got a lower lumbar sprain. So I sat out for a week and that night, like couldn't sleep. Um, it was by far the worst pain I've ever had in my life. And he kept on stemming and ice and stemming like that. that was the old goal too back then. Stem and ice. Stem and ice, baby. You know Solves it. Solves every problem. <laughs> and uh, that after that week, so we played. We played Austin P in Tennessee, and uh, it was an eight-hour drive there. Mm. And I played the first three quarters. That next week, after I got hurt, and I came back, and then we were driving home, and I couldn't sit on the right side of my leg. Like I just, I couldn't. I was like sitting like super tilted like this for like eight hours. Oh. So, I uh, get back that next day, and I was like, I talk to my parents, I'm like, hey, I, re- I think something else is wrong. And so, we went to a specialist, they did like a bone scan, MRI, um, nerve test, which is like the worst. Pain. Yeah, it's like, I could have told you there was nerve damage there. You didn't have to, yeah, like you, I, you didn't I have got the, it. You didn't have to jab a, mm. a five inch needle down in my back. Yeah. <laughs> to test the nerve. That's a little too graphic, I guess, but... Um, yeah, so I ruptured two discs in my back and I cracked when they wanted to do a spine fusion. Um, then, and I just, I was 18 and I was like, you know, it's, it's super serious to start having surgery on your spine, like when you're 18 at any point of your life, really. Um, so I kind of just, I went to a couple PTs and then uh, started just to do stuff myself. And that's, I was about, I was pushing three, 300 because um, I was a D-lineman and that was just the lifestyle, you know, yeah. that I lived up in. And uh, I was pushing three bills, and then uh, I stopped football. I was like, I don't have to be big anymore. Like, I don't have to have this weight. So I... I don't have to carry around I call, this burden. I, I call... <laughs> it's weighing me down. But life. And uh, so then I did the spring... I call it the spring break diet. You oh, know, my seen God. It, seen it. Don't even. Yeah, so... I did the spring break diet for three months. And basically what I mean by that is like I wore a sweatshirt, got on the treadmill, I ate sales or nothing for basically three months. And it's just terrible for your metabolism, terrible for so many things. I lost a lot of uh, muscle mass, um, but I lost the weight really quick. I lost like 65 pounds, but I mean, it wasn't good weight. I bet you, you felt know. amazing, right? Yeah, the was, whole time. It, it was pretty awful. Um, <laughs> but it was more like a mental thing for me. And it was, at the time, I kind of needed it because football was like, my whole world, you know, and um, it's hard to like think back and like just giving that up and put it like like having to put everything that you ever wanted or believed in and 
into something and it was like taken away. Yeah, it wasn't even your choice. Like yeah. it wasn't like senior year, graduated, it was it was taken. Yeah. So uh that's when I got real intentional about like really figuring out um how to do it the right way. You know, how to lose weight the right way and then just really I've always been in the powerlifting so um I really continued that journey uh through high school up up through like I mean I did one in two thousand fifteen I think was my last one. Um so I got real intentional about learning. That's when I got my personal training certificate. I went to Purdue. I worked in the, the fitness center for a while. Um, and then I graduated from Purdue in 2010. Seems like so long ago. When did you graduate college? College? Yeah. 2017. <laughs> <laughs> Which was a while ago, right? No. 2020. Don't, don't even. Um, so... Yeah, I graduated Purdue, and I was really blessed. I got uh, I got a job back. There was a couple of shifting coaching shifts of in, in football back in my hometown, and we were, we were super heavy football. And where's hometown? Um, Lowell, Indiana. How do you say that? Scott's country. Oh, I've sure. everybody probably says that. How do you say it? Lowell. L O W E L L. Lowell, Indiana. Lowell. Lowell. Am I saying it right? Do I sound like I'm from there? Lowell. Uh, yeah, a little bit. God's country. Yeah, God. You gotta extend it. God's yeah, country. There it is. Come on now. Okay, great. Um, so went back there, started working. Yeah, you're gonna have to try and keep me on track like that. Well, if I, t- I'm the one that's taking you off track, so I'm responsible for putting. I appreciate you back that. On track, Thanks course. for taking that. What's a friend for now? <laughs> um, so yeah, I got like super lucky. Um, there was a couple changes in my old school district, and I got, honestly, it was like the last place I wanted to go back and start a career, which I feel like most people can kind of like relate to that, um, but it was such a good thing for me. Um, they allowed me to do a lot of things where I probably wouldn't have been able to do coming like hot up college, you know, um, so... I taught PE there. I was a football coach there for seven years. I was helped with strength and conditioning coach. Um, so that's what I, I did. And in 2014, I believe, I was like, I really wanted to be a college strength coach. So that's when I went back and I got my certified, uh, certified strength and conditioning specialist uh, certification, which was awesome. That was a long process. It was like as fun as moving, you Oof. know. <laughs> tests are never fun. Yeah, tests. Um, so, um, that was awesome, but, uh, I learned a lot and it's like my, like, I love working with athletes. I love working with people that want to be there. Um, and want to push themselves. Um, it's just, it just adds a whole different dynamic to, to the training aspect. So, uh, I got that. I was looking into a couple of different things and, uh, I met my wife. Aww. So that kind of changed things, you know, for the better. Yeah. Um, so we ended up opening up our own um, business called Grindhouse. Yeah. Grindhouse Performance. Grindhouse Fit. Yeah, the Grindhouse. Yeah. Follow me on Insta. I'm a social media <laughs> enthusiast. enthusiast at the Grindhouse Fit. <laughs> um, so, yeah, met her. Um, it's been awesome. We... Moved to Crown Point, Indiana. Well, I moved to Crown Point, Indiana. That's like the town over. And uh, you're yawning right now, so I'm, I'm like sorry. super It's boring. like 4 p.m. I'm, I'm talking about Indiana. Day. You're like you're talking about it's Indiana right said now. Indiana. I was like, I'm just gonna <laughs> <end> <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah. So moved to Crown Point. We opened up our own our own training business. I worked a lot with athletes. She did a lot of gem pop, and we had our own spin studio that she crushed. And she had she's awesome as 
teaching spin um, is something that she's definitely blessed with. Um, and just working with people um, she's great with. So we had that business. We also had an online nutrition business. And we earned a trip with our team down to Destin. Ooh. Yeah, so hit up Destin in April. Mm-hmm. And we were driving back to Indiana. And it was still April, obviously. And it was snowing. And we were like, what are so we done? doing? Yeah, so <laughs> done with this. Why are we here? Why do people live here? You know, that's kind of like our mindset. And I had 30 years of it. So I was like, okay, let's try something else. And we had met a couple that lived in Somerville. Um, and she sent me a couple openings for school. So I went back into teaching to be able to move back down here or to move down here. So I got so... Kind of like how we're doing right now. It's awesome. Like, we just grip it and rip it, you know? Um, I got an email on Monday. What? What I got is the, saying? I got, the, I got the emails on Monday, sent out uh, my resumes and stuff on Tuesday. Um, had a job on Friday down here. Ooh. Put our house up on the market Friday night. Sold our house on Saturday. What? Wait, when Never was even this? been. Never, 2017? Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Okay. I think... You don't know. COVID just really messed me up. Yeah. You know, a few the years ago. How long everything. have you been in Charleston? Uh, three years. Okay. So, 2017. Yeah. So, it was around April, May. Yeah. Okay. So, your house so, sold in literally a in day. In literally a day. Um, thought it was fake. fake. Yeah. Thought it was fake news. Fake. You know? Somebody, like, reached out to me and I was like, like if it's anything like the pictures, we'll, you know. And they they ended up to be an awesome couple. Awesome couple. He owns a couple of barbershops up there that are doing really well. He does cool things with it. Um, but that's a side story for another time. Um, so we sold our house. Never been to South Carolina before. Yeah, you'd heard but, of Somerville. Yeah, heard of Somerville. Just like It just sounds like a place you want to go. Oh, gosh. Which right? is funny. Or like Mount Pleasant. Like if you lived in oh, Lowell, right. Indiana, and you heard of a town called Somerville, you're like, man, that just... Sounds yeah. like an Andy Griffith. Because like in Charleston, you hear Somerville and you're like, oh, it's Somerville. Yeah. For like, some oh, reason, Mount it's Pleasant. Like, yeah. But when you're Somerville, yeah. Mount Pleasant, Daniel Island. When you're in Indiana, you hear Somerville, you're like, sign me up. Yeah. When you're in Mount Pleasant, you hear Somerville, you're like, no, I'm good. <laughs> I don't need to go there. <laughs> but Somerville's awesome. Town, love the people there. Yeah. Don't piss they're, anyone off. Yeah. <laughs> we love Somerville. It's great. They're, it's great. It's they're, uh, more, more my speed, a little slower, a little. You know, this is a little, I'm a little country. It's a, I told our uh, one of our owners yesterday, I was like, I don't know how I'm going to fit into Mount Pleasant. You know, I'm a little country from Mount Pleasant. But that's okay, right? I don't but with these shoes, I oh feel right, like the shoes. Is that what they're for? Going back, yeah, it's like the icebreaker, right? What do you think people in Mount Pleasant are like? Oh, I'm not going to. Yeah, that's not going to happen right now. They're <laughs> oh, great. What do you really I, think? I, I feel like they're great people. <laughs> Just like Somerville, everybody's great. I love everybody. They all add value to my life. And I appreciate, I appreciate all like all walks of life. So you've um, only been in this position for two weeks now, right? Yeah. So what all are you changing? What are you What are you bringing to the team? So we are bringing on a lot of different people with a lot of different specialties, and so. At Gold's um, in Mount Pleasant, we um, I'm the director of the, all the personal training. So, like, a lot of things that we're doing, the first thing that they get, like, new members, they'll get a free assessment with me. So, like, I'll go through, like, their body fat, their height, their weight. Um, we'll talk about, we'll sit down and talk about goals. I'll tell them, like, how to really laser focus on, like, what they're really looking to do um, and really just try to add value through 
what as much value I can add to that person, right? And uh, then I'll take them through like a about a twenty minute free workout, um, and just kind of test. That of? Um, it all depends on what their goals are. So I kind of try to lead it to like if they want to work on upper body strength, mm-hmm. but I really focus on like anaerobic um, because it's something where people really focus or they they kind of struggle with um, that. Especially like in, there's a lot of endurance runners that mm-hmm. come in um, that we get to help build power that's like a huge yeah. missing key for them um so and then i'll look at their form and i'll, I'll continue like always critique and, and give give cues and um a lot of that so it's like a, it's a lot of me i'm putting them through movement patterns so i can really evaluate their movement and how they do with resistance we use like i use a lot of kettlebells i'm huge and i know functional fitness is like a huge umbrella term for so many different things it really is. I'm glad you said that. People are like, oh, I do functional fitness. Yeah. Okay, so it's a fancy way of saying you do everything different every single day. Yeah. And it's kind dip, of like dip, CrossFit. Yeah, dip, dip, yeah <laughs> easy. Um, depending on the person, you know. Yeah. So it's all individualized. Um, and if they've like hit, like, I've had somebody with a hip injury. So like, I really want to see how they run. So I like, I'll put them on the treadmill. And I just want to watch their biomechanics and see like, okay, your right leg's coming over in front of your left leg and it's, it's shifting your whole body when you're running and just throwing you off course, right? So I'll, I'll be able to kind of point that out and, and help with that, give them, give them some tips. and. Um, so everyone gets to meet with you before yeah. they now go on to like the personal training world, right? So do you select a personal trainer for them? Yeah. So what will happen is we'll do that assessment. Mm-hmm. We'll run through everything, get a game plan for them. Um, as far as what specifically they want to accomplish and when they want to accomplish it by, who, why do they want to accomplish it? You know the purpose, the why. Mm-hmm. Um, so it gets a little deep sometimes, but Always, it's good. It should. Yeah, it should. Yeah. Right? Um, so and then and then I'll go through and we got we got about six trainers right now. Um, some of them have just crazy experience and backgrounds of a variety of different working with pro athletes, having their own successful businesses. Um, so we have a wide variety of trainers I can place that person with. So like from then I'll meet with that trainer and I'll be like, hey, here's the goals. Um, here's what we need to work on. Here's what you need to like really focus on. Here's what they really want and what they're looking for from you. So I'll kind of break down. I'll, I'll input all that information mm-hmm. um, and then I'll kind of regurgitate it to that trainer and just make sure we're all on the same page and then that trainer will reach out to them, schedule their uh, training sessions. Nice. So not everyone at Gold's gets personal training, right? Like True. It's not a personal training studio. True. Okay. So what is Gold's like nowadays? Because the last time I was like, I don't even know if I've ever like stepped foot into a Gold's, yeah. but you think of like meatheads, right? Yeah. You think of like the machines. Yep. And just a bunch of dudes doing bicep curls. <laughs> is that what it's like? Um, so that is definitely the stigma, right? Yeah. Like it's gold, it's like Arnold, it's aesthetics, it's um, less functional, more bodybuilding. So if you walk into our Mount Pleasant location, it's like 32,000 square foot. It's what? crazy. We have, an oh. a, we have a whole athletic field in the back. We got a burn room, which is like treadmills, hard monitors, stuff like that. We have a grit room, which is like a lot of, I hate to say it, CrossFit-esque. Like, you know, you got your rig. We yeah. got kettlebells. Um, 
and then we have an open space. We got a ton of brand new machines. Like it is a, it's easy to get a trainer to come over because they see all the things that they're yeah. able to do. Like, like and that's what, like I've seen that facility. I'm just like, this is, it's so clean, which is like super hard to find a big gym. That's oh, yeah, like, but it's so important. Yeah. Especially nowadays. And right? Mount Pleasant yeah. <laughs> in Charleston. I mean, I don't. I don't want to roll around in dirt, but like right. also that's kind of how like CrossFit gyms used to be is warehouse, garage, kind of grungy, Yeah, but it's, it's definitely going away from that. At least here we have so many boutique fitness studios, mm. yeah, personal training studios. Yeah. No. So the, and then, so we offer like group classes, all that stuff too. Um, but I mean the facility itself is incredible. So what kinds of things are you hoping to change now that, or not even change, but just like add in now that you are in charge? Um, really, like I'm huge on relationships and developing people and developing myself, right? Like there's a bigger goal than, there's always a bigger goal than work, right? It's not just work. It's how do I add, how do I come to work and add value to the people that I work with? Not only that I work with, but that I work around that's my legacy, right? Like, it's not, for me, it's not like all the nice things that I leave behind or whatever, you know, it's like the impact. Like, it, we all want to leave that impact in, in lives. And as far as creating a culture, that's why I wanted to create the culture around. We got a lot of great people that are buying into that and, and developing that. So um, I guess is maybe not change it. I'm not saying it wasn't already there. Yeah. Um, but really just develop more. And focus. Yeah. And the more you add value to people, the, the better you're going to like it. If you focus on doing what's right for people, great things are going to come your way. And it just, it's, there's just a process to that. You know, if you're doing things the right way, like I've never known a business that was shady and did the things just for money that really had longevity. You know, I mean, <laughs> the healthcare system of the United States. Oh, yeah, yeah, Okay, yeah, there yeah. it is. I yeah. got it out. <laughs> I'm not talking about it. Hey, now. Fitness studios. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So what, is, what does it look like? So if I come in for personal training, obviously I get to hang out with you for like a really long time. Mm-hmm. And I you just do cramped it. up. Yeah, you good? Yeah, I'm good. Where'd you cramp up at, bro? I like my hammy. Oh, classic. Work worked the hams hard today. Oh, you did? Yeah. You've been working them? Yeah. What'd you do? Oh, yeah, because you told me I to. I told you to. Yeah. <laughs> So I just did some RDLs. Nice. Obviously a little sore. <laughs> Must be super weak. I need oh to get gosh. stronger. So I work with you and you tell like we talk about my goals and then where does it go from there? Does it kind of just depend on how many days a week I want or do you all get to form a plan together? Is it one-on-one? How does it work? So I always make a prescription for people um, based on... It's always going to be longer than one month because honestly, oh, yeah. like how many, like you can't really achieve those goals, like really any goal within that time frame. It's just not realistic. So yeah. I'm always focused on three, three to six months, and then really seeing where that person's fitness level is at currently, and then what their goals are. So based on those two things, mm-hmm. I'm like I really think that you need to come three, two, three or four times a week, work with this trainer. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that's, is it an hour session? It depends. So that that's another thing. Um, so if, if it's somebody that is 
not adjusted to a gym. Okay. It's probably a great idea to do the hour session so you can mm-hmm. kind of get acclimated. Yeah. Um, at least for that first month. Um, and then kind of go from there. So that's kind of what it looks like. What do you do for your own fitness? What do I all... I'm across the board on so many things. Everything. So, Is there anything you don't do? Do you do ballet? Oh, I wish I did. I oh would, my gosh. I would be... You would crush it? Should you go to a bar I class? would crush it. Like the the positive vibes inside of me want to say like I would crush it. But the re- the realistic part of me would be like... So I do... like I got into yoga. Like obviously like with my IT issue, like I really needed to stretch it out and all those things. Got into yoga... Love the culture, yo. Like, where'd love, you go? Um, what was it called? Was it in Mount Pleasant? No, was it, it was in Somerville. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, okay. No, that's not what I'm saying. Yeah, I got gotcha. you. <laughs> I'm um, saying, oh, okay, I might not know what it is. <laughs> I don't spend a lot of time in Somerville. The Yoga Den. It was right next to our house. The Yoga Den. Yeah, the Yoga Den. Huh. Oh, the yoga. Wait, the Yoga Den. The Yoga Den. Den. Okay. So you started yoga, now you're a yogi. Yeah, kind of yogi. Yeah. Yeah. If you see me, you definitely know I'm not a yogi, but Mm -hmm. um, I really appreciate that, the culture and the, what it does for people, and I just know I need to do it more. So, I mean, as far as what I do for my fitness, this morning I was at Orange Theory. I do a lot of cardio at Orange Theory. Um, Haven't hit the... The burner grit classes up yet at Gold's Gym, which I'm like excited to try those. Um, I do obviously like I'm in the gym a lot more, um, and my I feel like my body really responds. Like I was saying, like my body really responds to like a lot of isolation, um, and it's been good for me. I, we did CrossFit. I did a, cro- a couple of CrossFit competitions in the last two years. So which ones? Again, grip it and rip it. So my CrossFit story. Yeah. Want, it's always been like something I wanted to do and, you know, challenge myself and like continue to. And that was another reason of like me taking this job. It's like I was just in a place where I was kind of comfortable. You know, like I was able to control my schedule and add class if I wanted to or head the summers off. Um, but anyways, CrossFit story. Um, we, how did that end up? We went, so like two years, right when we, right after we moved down here, like just under a year before, like after we moved down here, we started going to CrossFit and it was a CrossFit in Somerville Mm -hmm. called Pillage. They just opened. I think it was previously Somerville CrossFit and they, they had it, um, Todd and Angela Marklin owned it for like five, six months. Um, and we enjoyed it there, and they went out of business, so we went over to Saber Pine. And Matt Dawkins, they do a great job over there. Like, I love that guy. He's a great person, great trainer. Um, they have a great culture and community. Like, Betsy's, like, one of my favorite coaches. Yes. She's, she's <laughs> the mom. Um, and uh, so I, I really lo- I liked it there. Um, but I'm that... I'm that person that's going to, like, really push it and end up doing... And I know better. You know, I'm, like, that person that knows better. Like, I shouldn't... I shouldn't put 500 pounds on that bar and do that. But, but I'm going feels, to do But it feels super good. <laughs> until until after. Until after, yeah. you know? It's like you have the ability to do it. It's just that you haven't done it in a while. Like, it's not something that you're doing all the time, right? As far as what? So, like, you know that you can do X, Y, and Z with 500 pounds, but if you're taking it, like, 
when you say you take it too far, you're not unable to do it. Oh yeah, I'm not unable to do it, but there's times where I'll fatigue and do it improperly, I would say, professionally, improperly, and tweak something. Um, and I would consistently do that. And it's all, it's all on me. You know, it's all my, I understand that. I, I take, I don't know. I just get, I'm more, I'm super competitive. Mm-hmm. So when there's people, like, that's what I used to be like the lone wolf in the gym, like ear, earmuffs, headphones on, don't talk to me. And that was my vibe for like a long time. And then we got into, when we moved out here, Joy got that job in Orange Theory. Everything's different now. Started to do more group classes and mm-hmm. stuff. And I, I just, I love group class. I love group fitness. Um, I love being in it. You know, like I like doing the classes and stuff. Just because I'll always like compete with myself in some different way. Um, so it's always different. It's always challenging. Um, and that's why I enjoyed CrossFit because it, it kind of integrated, integrated my powerlifting that I used to do. And then it integrated... Um, like group class yeah, as well. Yeah, everything. And um, the competition part of it too. Yeah. So like we we signed up for CrossFit. There was, it was the first, I believe it was the first Sacred Pine Invitational. Oh, okay. And I was a month into CrossFit. Oh my God. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, let's do it. Yeah, you know, it's I'm, ripping, I'm right? rip it. Let's <laughs> figure it out. And I made it, um... Into I just just I had baby hands like I ripped so hard I was doing strict pull ups the whole time because I didn't know how to oh get it I can picture you and my back was just smoked for like four days after it just because I was like just strict pull ups strict yeah. pull up like super not gymnastic at all um, so I made it in the top I think it was like top three or top four we did the like the final that's heat, awesome. You know? And I was just dead. I was like, yeah, it was like three or four workouts after that, and just waiting around. And those 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 competitions are awesome, but they are taxing. Yeah. Um. So I did my first one like a month into CrossFit, and it's funny because that's when the first time I met Betsy, and she kept on no repping me because I didn't know what I was doing. And she's like, that's not a rep, Laren. Like on what? <laughs> and I'm like, what is this lady doing? Like an air squat? I don't even know. I don't remember. You're doing like bro reps? Yeah, I was doing the pumps. Yes. No, I've, I think it was uh, chest of bars or something uh, okay. like that. And I wasn't like, I don't, I don't remember. Yeah. But she, I just remember like her like just no laying rep. hand. And that's when I like began to love Betsy and mm-hmm. didn't even know her, you know? And uh, so... That was my first CrossFit, and I, like I, I wouldn't say I was hooked, but I just really enjoyed that like competitive nature of you know fitness, which it was also super humbling because of the gymnastics part, which is yeah. like you don't really get that in football, do yeah, you? No, or powerlifting. No. Yeah, that is the one thing that I feel like makes CrossFit really different is that you are not you can be good at most of CrossFit if you played sports and you're like generally athletic. But if you don't have any background in gymnastics, it's just completely new. Yeah. And so I'm always jealous of, like, the girls that were gymnasts and the guys that were gymnasts because they have, like, the hardest skills. Like, my brother was a gymnast, and I got him to start CrossFit last year, I think. Yeah. And he's like, oh, my God, like, I was doing strict ring muscle-ups today and and ring muscle-ups and bar muscle-ups. And I was like, you're so annoying. (laughs) Because he was a competitive gymnast, and, like, those things are easy to him. Not easy, but you know what I mean. Yeah. It's hard out here. 
It's hard. Really <laughs> I just wanted to sing that song, but I stopped myself. Wait, what song? Uh, you should sing it. You know it's hard out here for a pimp. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? The Hustle and Flow movie? What movie? It's called Hustle and Flow. When did it come out? Oh my gosh. Aging myself. Yeesh. It's not too old. It's got Luda in it. Luda? Luda yeah, so you know it's big time. Hustle and Flow. All right, let's do that. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so a couple things. You mentioned a power plate earlier. When you're talking about golds, mm. what is a power plate? So it's basically like, uh, so we have two of them at golds and something that I haven't really seen. Again, like facility, insane. It, I haven't really seen it. 32,000 is, I can't even like picture that. Yeah, it's like. I mean, it's mad. I mean, yeah. I just, you know, 8,000 is big. You know right? what? The apartment that we're moving into right now is like 800 is where it is. Well, yeah. Like 32,000, no one lives in that, right? <laughs> anyway, um, power plate. Power plate. So, um, it's this machine that has like this plate on it that you stand on and it basically vibrates. So that it goes right into those, like, so like if you can, you can hold a squat in it. So it's great for recovery. It really pushes the blood flow into the muscles and then it works all the stabilizers. So like, um, oh, just with your vibrating. ankles and your knees. Yeah. Yeah. It's like a, oh, yeah. Okay. So it's like, it like shakes when you're on it. So like, it's gonna, it's gonna strengthen all those stabilizers around your knees, around your ankles, Hip, so it's like super good for runners, athletes. How big is um, it? Is it like this? LOL. I don't think they can see that. I know. I'm asking you though, because <laughs> I think I've seen it before. Because I had a neuro rotation and we used a vibrating platform for yeah. like a lot of kids with cerebral palsy, yeah, things like that. So I didn't, so I didn't this, know. Yeah. I was picturing like a huge square. No, it's like a stem in front of you. That's just like a post. And okay. then it's a platform you stand up. It's probably like. I don't know, like three foot around, and then you stand that. You can do different movements, so you can like do one legged. Like how a, big, like are the vibrations? It's it's just like really small. Okay, and it's subtle. not like it's like throw, like a seesaw. No. Yeah, no. I've never heard of that being used in fitness. Though. No, but maybe that's like your thing. Is it? That you can like develop a seesaw that like improves no. recovery time. I don't think that's a thing <laughs> yet. I don't think research supports that. <laughs> Improve. I'm just trying to help you know, I'm trying, like, <laughs> I know, I appreciate free, you know? Great ideas. <laughs> so what's your favorite? You do a lot of exercise. If you had to choose a favorite type. I know. I'm like making you choose a favorite kid. I, I'm going to sound like such a bro when I say this. Heck yes. Bench press. Yeah. So... <laughs> I competed in bench press. Yeah. I hold Indiana records right now. What? Still, I think. Still? Yeah. In, in Lowell? No, in the no. States. I know. I just wanted to say it again. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Through NASA. Hmm. Um, so, benching is your first love. Yeah. So, I was always super good at it. And I just really enjoy it. You know? Training. Yeah, we train don't do that it. in CrossFit. Um, really no, know. there's there's very few times where we did that in CrossFit. <laughs> but when we did, it. I was like, today, today is my day. I'm going to come three times today. Prove all of y'all. Yeah. <laughs> What's your least favorite movement? As far as... Mm. Exercise. Exercise. Acoustic squat. Cossack? Cossack squat. Why? I just, I'm terrible at them. Mm. Like, I, I can do, I feel like I'm pretty athletic. I mean, I'm not, like... 
It's okay. I'm generally to say athletic. athletic. I'm not there like overly athletic, but I can do what most movements. What is overly athletic? Like, what does that mean? Like Christian McCaffrey? Yeah. Like he's too. No, that's athletic. like that's like that's Elite. like another. Yeah, that's another stage. Okay. Um, I'm a I'm a, I feel like I'm athletic enough to do most movements properly and well. Mm-hmm. But when we were in COVID and we were on lockdown, we were doing online. Workouts Wait, for our members or no, for, oh, for Ryan our house? No, we're serious. There's too much. Woo! Woo! Come on now. <laughs> um, yeah, we're serious. So we're doing like at home workouts for our members and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Okay. And one of those, the acoustic squat. Cosa. Cosa. Yeah, I don't even. Like I think people it. do say. I don't even like saying it. That's why. Some people say, Cossack. There's Cossack. Apparently, there's Cusack. Yeah. It's great. You're moving through different Lateral planes. Lateral lunge it. squat. Yeah. And I just, I had to YouTube it and I was like, I don't know if I can do this. Pro- I mean, yeah, I don't know. Let's just be real. I don't know if I can do it properly on tape as I'm explaining it as mm-hmm. I'm. So I feel like that's like my nemesis. Okay. And anything really yoga. Okay. You know, basically the whole yoga as a whole. Of yoga as a whole, you're just not <laughs> I'm good. Just, just not good. In the, the last class, so the last class of yoga that I went to a while back, um, all this, so I, like they got the stations and stuff like that, and then they have the instructor, and there's one spot at the very front. Ooh. And I want classic me, you know, and I'm normally earlier on time to everything, and that I just happened to be, you know. Walking in just a minute late. Mm. And the only spot open was right next to the instructor. You probably do that for a reason. And Uh-oh. she's like, do you mind being on camera? Because they're doing also online. So, guy. so like it was her and then me right behind them. So these people are at home just like probably, they're probably not even doing yoga. They're probably sitting there laughing at me. <laughs> Right? And like, and I'm in front guy? of the whole entire class. How many people and are And she's like, oh, you'll be okay. And I'm like, no, you've never seen me do yoga before. Like, so there's like, I don't know, eight to ten people yeah. in the room. But who knows and how then, many people are watching yeah, it. Yeah, it was probably like thousands of people watching Thousands it. of people trying to follow you do yoga. And they're like, yeah. what move is that? How what do I, that? I don't think I can get into that, that position. Is that Kusak? Oh, my God. All right. So what are your, let's talk about like business, personal career goals, five years, where do you want to be? What do you want to be doing? Oh man. And I, I'm such a big, I should have known that that was coming because I'm, I'm also like, I love to hear people's like, what's your vision? Where do you want to be? Honestly, I want to do what I love and I want to raise a great kid. Just one. Just one. Just one great kid. Just one. Yeah, one and done. Yeah. Yeah, dude, I I told, yeah, we we all know on this podcast that I'm having a kid, right? Yes, yeah, yeah. I didn't know if we, I didn't want to like. Surprise! Surprise, we're having a kid. Um, Yeah, yeah, if anyone doesn't know, they know now. So as far as like career, I think it's important, but I think it's, it's not who I am. You know, it's, it's what I do, you know, and I want to love what I do. And I think that. They give me a great opportunity to be creative there and kind of the things that we're going to start doing. So I've been talking with a awesome trainer who's like really big into Spartan races. Um, so I think we're going to try and bring her in and just do like Spartan, like specific Spartan training. Yeah, for, that's so cool. So we're going to do stuff like that, just like different specific training, but also like personal training mm-hmm. and just like 
really bring people in that are, they love specializing in specific, like for me, I, I love non-traditional functional fitness. And I hate, again, using that word, but like I like doing things that work the whole body, work the core, and then I just like, I love, I love sledgehammers. I love doing stuff with sledgehammers. We used to do like keg tosses Yeah, you like strongman like stuff? Yeah. You should do strongman with Nate one day. Yeah. You'd love that. But yeah, just things that are specific to like other sports too. Yeah. There's also Ironman and Spartan races here. Like I feel like are, are huge. We have a lot of people that come through here that are endurance athletes that do Ironmans all the time. And like there's nowhere specifically for them to train. They're yeah. all probably doing like CrossFit. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Which is maybe one of the best things out there just compared to everything else for their sport. But there's nothing. I mean, I don't really know where like Ninja Warriors train. Yeah. But I'm, I'm assuming you kind of have to make your own yeah. training for yeah. that. So, and that's kind of like the goal. Like I want, if you, if you're like in Spartan racing, like we have the facility to do amazing Spartan racing <laughs> stuff. Like it's just crazy. Yeah. You know? Um, so just things like that. And if I can help people about their passion, like make a good living, living out their passion, like that's a great thing. Yeah. Um, so as far as like career rise, like I just want to, I mean, it sounds so cheesy, right? Like I just want to add value to people's lives. You also just had a huge transition too. So like that's tough to think about your five years because you're like, oh, I just got, like people ask me all the time, like, what's your five year plan? I'm like, I just graduated. Like, what do you mean? This is what I've been waiting for. Yeah. I'm I'm in. I'm in. I'm in. Now what? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, no. So like. That's right, and I'm just growing, just growing it and making it a staple. Like I want it to be great, and I want premium service, and I want people talking about not just like premium service. <laughs> I don't want. I want to. I want like Gold has a great tradition of like aesthetics and like all those things, but I want to bring a another side to it that is just that's a little different. You know, and I think that we're on that way of doing that. And we got some really exciting people coming in that I can't really say right now. Ooh, yeah. secrets. Yep. Okay. You're going to have to insta. You're going to have to insta. Oh that was a social There it is. Enthusiast. Oh, yeah. So I said you that you were a social to... media enthusiast, but we never really got to talk about it. Yeah. So how do you feel about social media? What are you currently feel doing great. on social media? I feel, feel, feel great about social media. <laughs> I'm like old school like it's it's interesting to see like so my first like five years of my teaching career like I was like I knew everything like Snapchat had just come out right like Facebook was still the biggest thing Instagram I don't even think it was like Twitter and Facebook and like those were the big things and I was like all over it and then as I got older and it's like I was like I'll never be that person you know where I just kind of start getting out of the loop and just slowly got out of the loop yeah. And then, so Joy is great with like Instagram mm-hmm. and posting and stuff like that. Um, and obviously, like with what we're trying to do, I need to be better at it. So she's been helping me with that a yeah, lot. Yeah, struggle, uh, feel it. So I just need to be better. But it's like, it, it is time consuming, especially when you're not like 100% of what you're really trying to do. Yeah, um, a lot of ins like, and, outs. and And you can just get trapped in a black... I get trapped in black holes all the time. Especially mm-hmm. since, like, like two years ago, Facebook started, like, once you click on a video, another video like that oh, plays. Yeah. Have you and have then, you seen The Social Dilemma, the movie? The documentary, I think, is on Netflix. 
You should watch it. I haven't finished it because LOL, I actually fell asleep. I took a nap in the middle of it. So it's so super it's good. really great. Yeah, so it's no, really good. Like a it. napper. It's pretty much about like that whole culture of like there's always another video there. Like there's always something else for you to school yeah. to. Yeah. Anyway, so you're obviously amazing at social media. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Okay. So what is your biggest weakness? What are you bad at? What am I bad at? Nothing. Man, this is another office quote that I would love to it? say. What is it? He's like, um, I work too hard. Oh my god. I work too hard. Um, I stay too late. I'm too committed. I'm a perfectionist. Uh, I care too much. And then Michael Scott's like, if you haven't noticed, all my weaknesses are strengths. <laughs> I can picture that. <laughs> so for all you office fans out there, you're welcome. That was the second one I've dropped since I've been here. She didn't understand my first one. What was the first one again? I totally forgot, but I remember talking about oh, it. Oh, it was when I was telling you not oh, to yeah, play yeah. on the table. When, when, uh, and Dwight, the yeah, speeches. When, yeah, the Dwight speeches. It's okay. I like just watched the, um, was it Chili's or Applebee's? Chili's. Chili's. The Drunk Chili's episode. That's like the very first episode. Yeah. I'm just more into Parks and Rec. I don't know. I mean, that's Indiana, right? Pawnee, baby, you're, you're right. Welcome. Wait, does Pawnee exist? I don't know. I feel like you should know. I feel like I probably should know that. Okay, so what are your strengths? What are you amazing at? What am I amazing at? You get to brag. Man. <laughs> it's such, to it's, it's such an awkward position. Joy's listening to this, yeah. like, what is Drew's it, like, man? That is so false. So she's coming in on the 20th, right? Yeah. I think so. So she's going to, like, debunk all She's going to debunk all of my... All my stuff. Mm-hmm. So, again, super cheesy. Uh, I think I'm just really good at relationships. Like, I just, I want to get to know people. I want to know what makes them tick. I want to know. And I've learned, I've learned that's such an important thing over time. Like, just doing business, like, our nutrition business and building teams and working with other people. Um, and just not knowing you know, every situation in somebody's life or why they're angry, you know, like mm-hmm. we were, we were having a conversation, um, today about somebody who had came in and, um, and it was just, I wouldn't say irrational, but like, um, he was just, they were just like angry, you know? And it was one of those things where you like, you just don't know where people are at in life. And you kind of have to give them grace. Especially right now. Yeah. And there's just a lot of things going on where it's like, you know what? You just got to give people grace. And uh, so I think even though that was a struggle, like I was, I've really transformed from who I was to who I am now. And that, again, sounds super cheesy. Um, but the old me would have been nothing like like caring about any type of relationships. As far as, like, people I meet that I don't even know, mm-hmm. right? And now, like, and, like, I'm a, I, try, I'm, I try to be a gatherer. Like, I want to, I want to, mm-hmm. like, when we go on vacation, like, I invited, like, oh, six couples to our vacation. Yeah. Because I just want to be around, like, I enjoy being around people. Big extrovert? Yes, but not, like, over the top. Okay. Like, I'm not, like... Everybody look at me. You no, know? it doesn't have to be an extrovert. <laughs> it sounds like you're an extrovert. Yeah, no, I definitely am. Uh, like, I just, I love, love... to be around people. Yeah, I love yeah. being around people. I want to, like... I, I think... Coasting. Yeah. Life of the party. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 
Okay, fine. Wait, what's the thing you do best on the life of the party? <laughs> I'm really good at benching and partying. <laughs> I'm, I'm benching, still in partying, and I watch a lot of Office. Okay, great. You never night. actually mentioned what you're bad at. <sighs> it's just so hard to think of. I thought I did. Is it Instagram? No, you said you work too hard and you stay too late. Oh, yeah. And you care too much or something. Oh, uh, when I'm a bad at. What's your weakness? Um, I'm super, that's what it is for sure. And I'll, I'll realize it. And it, I think it's important to like realize these things. Get it out. What is it? I'm really impatient. Oh, okay. I'm like super impatient. Like the whole like process of selling a house and yeah, stuff like that. Yeah, I was that, about to say. It's like, like we've, we've had all month to kind of get our stuff out. Mm-hmm. Um, cause we got our apartment October 1st. We went under contract late, late September and we have like had all month to like get our stuff out and over there, and I literally have already ninety percent of our stuff. Over yeah. There. Just because it's like there's always something that hang when there's something hanging over my head, I just want to get it done or it's gonna bother me. And I th- like I probably struggle with a little anxiety because of that, uh, because I'm always like, especially coming into a new job where it's like I'm learning so many things and I the fire hose you're drinking yeah. from a fire hose. Yeah. Yeah. It's like prioritizing so, things. Yeah. So it's uh. I think, yeah, one of the, that's probably the one thing that I struggle with, which okay. I know that I'm going to have to, like, be better at with the kid, mm. you know? Like, I can't, like, force him to grow up faster. Oh, my. I can't. Come play. on. No, you're Why not going to Why aren't you squatting yet? <laughs> oh, he's going to be a gym rat. It's going to be great. All right. What do you want everyone to know about you? Um, what makes you different? What makes Laren children my name, probably. <laughs> That's it, everybody. That's, that's gonna, so surface. We're going to do that. We're not getting deep. All right. Where can everyone find you? On Instagram? The, social media? Where can we find you? So if someone listens to this podcast and they're like, oh my God, I want to get to know that guy. Um, How my can we slide Instagram, in your DMs? <laughs> my Instagram is The Grind House Fit. Um, and my Facebook name is pretty simple to find. It's Laren, L-A-R-I-N. It's different. So my mom, different story. My mom wanted Aaron and my dad wanted Larry. Stop. So I became Laren. Oh, wow. You're Look welcome. You. Do you right? have siblings? I do. I have a sister, older sister. What's her name? Her name's Lonnie. Okay. So we're all LCs. Oh, what were they, were they choosing from between Lowell. anything for her? <laughs> all right. Laren from Lowell. <laughs> Are they choosing what? For your sister. Were they choosing any names? You know, like Larry and Aaron. Oh, no, so my dad's name is Lon. Okay. Just didn't know if this was a trend here. Yeah, I know. All right, everyone. Laren Childress from Lowell. From Lowell, Indiana. <laughs> Represent 219. Oh, my God. Bye. Thank you for listening. <laughs> All right, everybody. Thank you so much for joining us on the Healthy Charleston Podcast. We hope you enjoyed this episode. If you did, we would love for you to head over to Instagram search healthy charleston one word like follow comment on today's episode if you have any questions comments if you have possible guests that you want us to bring on if you have any topics you want us to discuss reach out there send us a direct message we would love some feedback also if you get any extra time head over to itunes give us a rating again put comments there. We love your feedback. Have a phenomenal